Hi, my name is Eric, and as long as I can remember, I've loved horror. Horror movies, horror novels, horror comics. My life's milestones can be measured by the genre. It's given me years of entertainment, as well as countless sleepless nights. It has kept me young at heart and filled my mind with wonderful memories that I cherish. This podcast is my way of sharing those moments with you. So, starting with my birth year of 1971, I'll be listing my top horror films of every year of my life and discussing each one in detail with a little help from my friends. Join us as we journey from the cradle to the grave. Welcome to Cradle to the Grave. My name is Eric, and this is a special intermission episode. What is an intermission episode, you ask? Well, uh, let me explain. Each year that we cover on the podcast, I go through and I pick out the horror movies that I like the best. I send that list out to the 10 guests that I'll be chatting with for that episode. And that's how I arrive at the top 10 best horror movies of that year. But there are at least four or five movies that didn't get picked. Those poor, sad little movies that nobody picked. Um, But those movies are still great, and they deserve to be talked about on the show. And that's where these intermission episodes come in. I'll be picking one of those leftover movies, and we'll chat about it for a bit, all by my lonesome. These intermission episodes will be nestled in between the main episodes, so, you know, it's something to tide you over. So let's get to it. The 1970s was, I consider, the golden age of the vampire, with tons of movies coming out that decade. The Night Stalker, Scars of Dracula, Blackula, The Vampire Lovers, Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter, Martin, Love at First Bite, Remake of Dracula, Salem's Lot... On and on and on. They even introduced a serial in 1971 called Count Chocula. And kicking this blood-sucking renaissance off is the 1971 sequel to Count Yorga. The Return of Count Yorga. Who knows the evil force that rules the night? Who calls forth those terrors from beyond the grave to prowl its shadows? Where is the overlord of the damned? Beware his coming. Beware the return of the death master. Ever filled. She discovers what you are. 
she'll sicken at your name. Kill her. Kill her. Alright, so here's the synopsis for the return of Count Yorga. Count Yorga continues to prey on the local community while living by a nearby orphanage. He also intends to take a new wife while feeding his bevy of female vampires. This movie was directed by Bob Kelligen, who directed the first Count Yorga. He also directed the sequel to Blackula, Scream, Blackula, Scream. Then he pretty much left the genre filmmaking and went off to direct a bunch of TV shows, like uh, Hill Street Blues and stuff. The first Count Yorga, I believe, was supposed to be a porno. And as they were filming it, they're like, oh, shit, this is actually pretty good. We should try to, you know, get this out to the masses. And I like the first Count Yorga, uh, I've, but I've always kind of liked the sequel a little bit better. So the first time I saw The Return of Count Yorga was probably late 70s, 78, 79. Um, I was around, yeah, 9 or 10 or something like that. And it was probably on a late night chiller theater show on Channel 2 or something. And it scared the shit out of me. Now, as you're going to come to realize the further we go with this show, um, vampires are my favorite monster. There's always been something about uh, dead loved ones coming back to feed on you that just horrified me as a child um you know that scratching outside the window like i knew it was a vampire out there when i was you know eight and nine ten years old like i just knew count yorga was out there waiting to come in suck my blood so count yorga uh is played by robert quarry um, he plays a very classy, very demure count, very prim and proper. I thought he did a really good job. Um, when he vamps out, he is an animal. Um, there are these slow motion shots that they do when uh, he pops around a corner. All of a sudden, there's Count Yorga. He's got his arms outstretched, and the camera's slow motion. He's like... Nah, nah. I think I remember those scenes you know, watching at midnight, late at night, staying up past my bedtime and shitting myself as Count Yorga comes out from behind the corner in slow motion. And, uh, you know, like rewatching the film now, uh, of course, you know, I'm not shitting myself, um, but there's still a little bit, you know, of like that memory, that trauma <laughs> that creeps up when those scenes play. Um, the film is cheesy at times, a lot of times um especially the plastic fangs that they gave the female vampires count yorga's harem that he has um no joke they use the plastic fangs you get during halloween when you're trick-or-treating it's kind of funny uh count yorga's fangs on the other hand they're pretty cool um he doesn't just have the two incisor fangs all his teeth are pointed which i really liked um there's also a scene that is a bit notorious for this film it is the uh, vampire attack on the family and it is very reminiscent of the manson family murders that happened a few years before this film 
And yeah, it is a truly disturbing scene and one that I'm kind of surprised got past the, um, the Channel 2 censors and I was allowed to watch it at that time. And it's funny that uh, Robert Quarry would go on to play another vampire the following year in a film called Death Master. In that movie, he is basically Charlie Manson recruiting a bunch of hippies to be part of his undead minions. It really seems like the Manson murders uh, loomed large over the American psyche in 1971. There were plans to do a third Count Yorga movie after this film. Uh, I guess where Count Yorga was still alive in the sewers, trying to you know recreate his vampire army, but those plans fell through. So we only have the two Count Yorga movies. Now, I was going to read Roger Ebert's review from the Chicago Sun-Times uh, that year, but it's some bullshit. <laughs> he gave it thumbs down, but he barely even really talked about the movie at all. I think he was just bored. So instead, I'm going to read from the website Cineview, um, a review by Christopher Mackel. Matchell. Mickle. Mackel. Here's his review. Count Yorga is by no means a match for the best of Hammer or Universal Studios, but nevertheless, beneath its low-rent production values and occasional silliness, beats a true gothic heart. With a larger budget and more adept production team, Yorga could have been one for the ages. But, as they are, the Count Yorga films remain irresistibly fun and spooky entries into the Dracula myth. And there you go. The Return of Count Yorga. I think it's worth your time, and I think you should go check it out. So thank you again for listening to the show. If you like the show, do some reviews, hit some buttons that say follow and all that stuff. You can follow the show on Instagram at Cradle to the Grave Pod, and two is the number two. It's kind of gangster. And you can email me at cradle to the grave pod at gmail.com. All right, we'll see you next time. Yeah.